every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode when Alan and I were featured uh, on What Every Man Needs to Know. Fire. Talk about vulnerability. It's important, you know, as as men, very important. Uh, Shout out to Johanna, who sent me a message today that I was supposed to share with you, but I didn't. She said she absolutely loved it, and she was all about that episode. Oh, nice. appreciate, Appreciate you. Um, today for episode number 446, strong work. Yeah. We are going to talk about what the board's behind me. We got to figure this out. (laughs) How to stop breaking the promises you make to yourself. Perfect. Strong work. (laughs) (laughs) So this was uh, Alan's topic. He came up with this. He's got an analogy about an elephant (laughs) that you guys don't want to (laughs) miss. So I, I didn't technically come up with it. So there's a book called switch. It's a behavior book. Your girlfriend would love it. As a matter of fact, I think she, she's read it. She has it for sure. Yeah. So there is this analogy that Dan and Chip Heath, they wrote this book, and there's an analogy that's absolute fire. So imagine, and I've, dr- I've drawn this out several times for my clients, which is kind of hilarious because I suck at drawing. But there's a rider, there's an elephant, and there's a path. And the idea here is that the rider is your logical brain. So your rider wants to lose 20 pounds, okay? There's the elephant, which is your emotional brain, because the elephant likes peanuts, And then there's the path, which is your environment. So the idea here is that you need to align the rider, the elephant, and the path in order to achieve a goal. So for example, if your goal is to lose 20 pounds and hit 1,200 calories a day and exercise once a day, you need to make it so that the elephant wants to go in that direction. Because the the main thing here is basically your logic, your rider, can want to go anywhere it wants, but if the elephant has peanuts off the path, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stray. Mm. And I'm totally um, making this, this analogy. That's not exactly how the book put it, but this is my kind of interpretation of it. But basically, so the question is, how do you keep the promises to yourself? We can all, and you, you've heard me talk about this a lot, anyone can exercise every day if they have a physically capable body. Very few people ever will actually will. Now, there's three potential reasons. Number one, maybe you didn't decide to, logic. Number two, maybe you decided to, but your elephant basically didn't want to do it, which is natural because exercise kind of sucks, let's be real. Oh, yeah. And then number three, maybe your environment is not set up for success. In other words, you know, if you don't want to eat Oreos, but yet you have Oreos in your physical environment where you can see them, and that's the trigger. And so picture two things. The elephant, the rider, and the path. Okay, that's the one side of this equation and then you've got atomic habits by james clear it's got q it's got craving it's got the behavior and the reward so if your environment is set up with negative cues like let's say you have emilia and i were watching netflix on saturday night and we're watching uh the last kingdom and yeah don't know. It, Netflix, you know how when you and I used to watch Friends when we travel, it would take 10 seconds to get to the next episode? 
like in between that. it had like a timer of like 10 oh, yeah, yeah, 9 yeah, yeah. 8 yeah. okay so now it's no seconds yeah. <laughs> no it's 3 i think it's 3 seconds and by the way they skip the intro they go right into the next episode mm-hmm. they skip the intro entirely and i'm like whoa netflix you've miyagi'd us so we went 15 minutes over on our our allotted time watching a, a show because we got triggered right into the next episode that's that's, that's the framework okay <laughs> um i think it's i don't know i i struggle I think I, I feel like I struggle when it comes to adding value on this because I usually don't want to do it. Like today, I did not want to get up. Right. Like literally, I did not want to get up. Zero percent of me wanted to get up. And But in my mind, it's like, okay, it's 4 a.m. And then I start doing the, okay, if you don't get up now, you're not going to get... You'll go to the gym, but you'll be late getting to the studio, and you won't have time to prep for your call, and you won't be able to do your system of success, you won't be able to get the teaser out, and blah, blah, blah. Right. So for me, like, the, I only make promises to myself that I know are necessary almost. What I think is really interesting about what you just said is that you, you made the elephant very conditioned in a good way. Here's, mm. here's how. You just went through... Your emotion of, I don't want to get up, okay? Your emotions don't want to, you want to stay in bed. Oh, yeah. But then you went to the logic, and you said, well, if I don't get up, all this other stuff, pain, 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 pain. So then the elephant gets up. And if you're out there right now, a good analogy for this is is simple. What I try to say is, if you have two out of three, you're doing well. If you don't have at least two out of three, you won't tip the scale, and you'll never keep the promises you make to yourself. Mm. So... Here's a hypothetical. Let's say you promised yourself, if you're out there listening, that you're going to run a marathon in three months from today, 25 miles or whatever it is, and your friends and family are going to be there who you care deeply for, and they're going to be there to support you. They're going to take the time out of their day to come see you, okay? Three months from today. And your goal is to run every day. You set up a goal, logic, I want to run every day, and an end game goal of Mm -hmm. running a marathon, your elephant emotionally might not want to run every day, but knows that if it doesn't, it's going to have massive pain. Okay, so you got to train your elephant. And then number three, the path. What if you put your shoes out, your running shoes, right next to your bed every morning, next to your alarm, next to your phone? See, that is set up for success, and that person will actually keep the promises they make to themselves because the pain to the elephant, a.k.a. your emotions, is greater because otherwise you'll show up to this marathon. and. Just. Yeah, and, and have all that embarrassment, right? And that's why public accountability is so important. In the second scenario, there is no marathon. You're not going to have your friends and family. No one even knows about the goal, okay? Maybe your shoes aren't by your alarm clock. Guess what? You may want to run every day, mm. logically. Know that it's good for you, but you won't do it. And that's the thing. But even on that, this is the thing. You are on a marathon, whether you know it or not, I, we had a call. I had a call with a, a client about this. Like, it doesn't seem like it's do or die, but it is do or die every single day. Every day. My question to you is this: not you specifically, if you're watching or listening to this, are you happy with the results? Are you happy with your current trajectory in terms of whatever it is that you're breaking promises on? If you're not, you will never get the results you want. You're not going to get the results you want with the same effort you're putting in. And you might not even if you do put in the effort. That's the downside. Like, isn't it crazy how yeah. like... But you're going to be 100% closer than if you didn't. Exactly. Yeah. I think I, that's the thing for me. And I don't know. I think I have this like disconnect. A little bit of like, just do it anyway. 
Like, I know it sucks and I know you don't want to do it, but just do it anyway because that's one of the things that I pride myself on Well, what's on one doing? thing that you want to do that you keep letting yourself down on? So for me, I'll, I'll give an example. So I want a foam roll every day. Genuinely want to do that. Logically, that's very important. I just pulled my groin again. I know you don't want to hear about it. It's oh, not terrible. Go. Here we go again. But it's something that keeps happening. And I know why. As soon as it happened, it's not as bad as last time, but as soon as it happened, I was like, I was trying to squat too heavy and I'm not doing my mobility. It's my own poor choices. Okay. I want to foam roll more. I did the team productivity report and I'm 28% on foam rolling last week. Okay. That's not. What was I? I intend uh, for foam rolling. Yeah. I don't remember, but I do know that you're low on f- meditation. Twenty eight percent on meditation. Just so everyone knows, Kevin's been meditating twenty eight percent last week. Okay, which is two out of seven, I believe. I have my excuses. Just so you know, I yeah, exactly. Okay, so I want to do that logically. My elephant doesn't want to do it. So here's what I've tried to do to trick myself with um, my path. The foam rollers in my room, I'm now going to listen to those new books that I just told you about while I foam roll. So that will get my elephant, my emotions. The Emotionally, I want to listen to the books. I don't want to foam roll. Foam rolling sucks. Yeah. Okay. But if I listen to the book while I foam roll, I can trick my elephant into wanting to stay on the right path. For me, I'm probably meditation. I think that's probably the best example. I meditated today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I nice. meditated this morning. So We're far, also so going to do some breath work before ah. we record some episodes. So yep. it's meditation slash breath work now, one nice. or the other. Nice. Uh, but I would say that's probably... That's probably the, the one of the biggest things because so, I'm I'm consistently doing most of the other stuff on it. No, this is another one. Facebook posting in hyperconscious nation. Yeah, I've been jeffing because I don't know what to post. Straight up, I know lack of clarity. Lack of clarity. It makes it difficult. You tell, th- reach out to me or Alan and let us know what would help you the most. What would help you at the deepest level? If you're in a Facebook group, what is really going to motivate you, inspire you, keep whatever it is? Yeah, I want to help know. you keep the promises you make to yourself. Hundred sure. percent. Um, and just for that example, and then we'll go because the timer went off. Oh, yeah. So Kevin wants to post in Hyperconscious Nation, logically, knows that that might add value, but there's uncertainty for the elephant. Yes. Like, you don't know if it's going to make a difference. I don't know what to, what what to, to post. post. Yeah. Uncertainty makes the rider, the elephant, and the path jeffed. That's the 10-second blip? That's, <laughs> that's the 10-second blip. What's my 10-second te- blip? Do it anyway. <laughs> no, no. There's something I think everybody at every level is breaking a promise to themselves. Yeah. And I think ask yourself are you happy with where you are? And if you if you stopped breaking that promise 1% of the time, what would that look like? Right. Okay, then stack on that. That's what I would say. Start small and stack. Yeah. You dig it? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, it's Monday because we're recording this on Monday because we jeffed again. Oh, Tonight yeah. at 5:30 Eastern Standard Time. Oh yeah. Uh we have our weekly hyperconscious mastermind the room will be open from 5 30 to 6 for you guys to network then six o'clock we'll take the stage to talk about how what is the frame on this 10 so, strengths and weaknesses and how they yeah Jeff how they're interconnected Jeff? yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's gonna be t- that's gonna be t- tonight Perfect. tonight go ahead uh <laughs> so also i just want to give a shout out to johanna i had a free call with her last week and she was so kind about it got her thinking about her life in a very different way Kevin and I are still doing those free calls. I know we're not going to do those that much longer no, potentially to because we're, our productivity is starting to suffer. But we do want to get to know you. We want to help you book those while they're there. Also, Hyperconscious Nation. If you're not in Hyperconscious Nation and you want to be, yeah. it's the books you read and the people you meet that are going to make the biggest difference in your life. Hyperconscious Nation is an awesome community. Like, the, we have 288 people and they're all hyperconscious. Like, meet people there, network there, 
join us there, and uh, pretty soon we'll be adding some real value in there. We're going to figure out what's a post. <laughs> we always figure it out eventually. Always. And we will also. And up next, we have a live mastermind from last week. Yep. That was Finding Focus and Avoiding Burnout with Karen Christensen. That was a fire episode. We hope you will enjoy, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you, so if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.